Well, hey, how you doing? Pass the cranberry. Mm-mm. But do it from over there. Just not too close. And make sure that you double vaxxed before you come in here and start looking for more stuffing. I hope you have it all under control this Thanksgiving weekend. I hope you get a chance to spend some time with family and celebrate maybe something that you couldn't do last year, being with each other. If you're all double vaxxed, you know the advice, which is if you're within the uh, gathering limits and keep them small, 25 indoors is your is your max, so I'm, you should probably keep it under that. Um, so I hope you have a great Thanksgiving weekend. One of the issues that is really beginning to dominate in terms of health care in this province is what's going on in emergency rooms and what's happening with doctors as things begin to open back up and people are vaxxed and are going back in for in-person consultations. The Ministry of Health has said since July it's encouraging all doctors to resume seeing both kids and adults in person. But you look at emergency wards and emergency rooms right across this province and big hospitals, and there is a tale to be told. And in August, Sick Kids Emergency Department is usually pretty quiet. It's usually the quietest month of the year, but so far this year, it was actually the busiest, um, 40% more than the same month last year. To talk more about what's happening in ERs and what's happening at SickKids, I am pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Jason Fisher, who's a division head at SickKids Emergency Department. Doctor, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. How busy is the ER at uh, SickKids, and is that a, a systemic problem with other pediatricians not seeing kids? So as you mentioned, our emergency department saw 40% uh, more children this August than last August and 15% more than in 2019, which had been our busiest August. So uh, when we looked at the data, we saw that most of these visits were low acuity or they were to address concerns that could have been seen by primary care doctors. And so, you know, when we talked to our patients, what we're hearing is that they are having difficulty accessing care in the community. And this really happens in three ways. The first is just they're not able to see their physician. Two, they're seeing their physician virtually, but then being directed to our emergency department. Or three, they just have a perception that their doctor's office is closed and they haven't even bothered to check and they've come to see us instead. Right. So the, the last, if we begin with the last point, um, that's perhaps education. That's a, it's a public education point saying, like, you know, you don't have to come to the ER. But the other two, uh, in, and especially with pediatricians and other physicians saying, no, go to the ER, how do you combat that? Well, we've encouraged um, our patients to reach out to their physicians um, proactively um, and to know what services are available um, with their own primary care physician or within their local region, whether that's in urgent care, even a local ED, or um, as they come online, some influenza-like illness assessment centers. And so the first thing is knowing what is available and what is open. For those primary care offices that have not been seeing children, 
you know, we really encourage them to look at those practices that have made the adjustment, that have adapted to our current uh, environment, and can see children safely, keeping their other patients and themselves safe at the same time. I guess my my first reaction when I sort of reading the story and researching it more is as a parent, my my bias would be to keep the kid away from an ER at all costs because I would I would fear that an ER would be an emergency room would be more dangerous in terms of possible exposure than going to a, a doctor's office. Do I have that wrong? Well, I think. You know, we've worked very hard to ensure the safety of patients that come to our emergency department at SickKids. But our, the way that our emergency department is designed, the way that we staff, the way that we use um, artificial intelligence and other predictive tools to, to understand how many patients to expect, when we take on these extra volumes uh, that could be seen in the community, it does challenge us with overcrowding. And that's our biggest concern. Uh, we're really committed to del- delivering the highest quality, the highest safety, and the best you know, patient and family experience we can. And when we're overcrowded, that becomes really challenging for us. We're just not built for that. We're built for making sure that children that have emergencies that are ill or injured can be cared for in a timely fashion. Well, hopefully we can get the message out that people go to their primary uh, providers and that those pediatricians and those doctors begin to see people in person more. Dr. Fisher, thank you so much for your time today. Really a pleasure. Thank you. That is Dr. Jason Fisher, who's division head at SickKids Emergency Department, and SickKids continues to see very high volumes in their emergency room because, in many cases, physicians, family physicians are just not seeing people.